Welcome to the Rooted and Established podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Snyder, and I'm so glad you're here, taking time out of your busy life to join in the conversation. In this space, we'll discuss what it means to live a life rooted in Christ and what that looks like practically in the different areas of our lives. Through short, manageable episodes that you can listen to while doing the dishes or taking a shower, we'll talk about how to live our lives intentionally as Christ followers. My prayer is that in whatever roles we fill or responsibilities we have, no matter where we are planted, we will become rooted and established in Christ. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. Today's episode is a little bit vulnerable, a little bit practical, and hopefully a lot encouraging. We are talking today about our bodies, body image, and just the fact that our bodies are good. I've personally been on a journey lately to change my mindset and to believe that my body is good, to walk in freedom in my body rather than in shame. Last year, I read Jess Connolly's book, Breaking Free from Body Shame, and I did her Good Body Gals class. And it it was so freeing. It was so mind-transforming. In fact, I did an episode with Jess Connolly sharing more about her book and the idea that our bodies are good. So if you haven't listened to it, pause this one, <laughs> go to episode 26, and I'll also link it in the show notes, and then come back and we'll finish up this one. But for those who have already listened to it, we're just going to keep chatting. As far as body shame goes, freedom can look like chains being broken and being set free instantly. But it can also be a process, a continual choice to walk in freedom, to allow the Holy Spirit to renew our mind, a daily relinquishing of the shame we've held onto and become comfortable in. Yeah, comfortable. Sometimes it's actually easier to stay in the shame because it's familiar. It doesn't take the hard work of relearning, shifting our perspective, renewing our mind, and allowing God to work a heart and a mind change in our lives. But here's what I want you to know and what I keep telling myself. Your body is good and freedom is worth fighting for. Freedom in every area of our lives, for sure. But today, we're talking about freedom in our bodies. Freedom from shame. Freedom from what the culture says it should be. I can say our bodies are good because God says so. He made you. He made me. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Nothing you do or or don't do makes your body good or not good. (laughs) It doesn't change its goodness. I was talking with a friend who struggled with infertility for years. She struggles to believe her body is good because it feels like it failed her. I've always been super grateful that my body birthed three babies, despite being frustrated that I struggled to to lose weight and it doesn't always look the way that I want it to. I was still super grateful that I was able to give birth. But I realized in talking to my friend that her body isn't bad because of her struggle with infertility. And so by the same logic, my body isn't good because it birthed babies. Our bodies are good simply because God said so. So when we feel like maybe our bodies are failing us or we struggle with a chronic illness or debilitating pain or infertility or weight issues or health issues, Those are just part of our sinful, fallen world. 
it, it doesn't reflect our body's goodness or lack thereof. Our body is good because God said so. So how do we walk in this freedom while still taking care of our bodies? How do we steward our bodies well? Well, first of all, I believe this will look different for each person based on our own struggles, personalities, and physical needs. But there are some things we can all do to better steward our bodies. This is not medical advice. I'm I'm not even going to go into types of eating styles or workout routines because every person's body is different and has different needs. However, there are a few key things that all or most of us can adopt to steward our bodies well. We should all be drinking water, like a lot of water. It's recommended to drink half your body weight in ounces each day. So whatever you weigh, divide that in half and that's how many ounces you should be drinking every day. Another good just number to think about is 100 ounces. We need to eat whole foods that are nutritious. I'm not saying never have a piece of cheesecake again. That would be super sad. (laughs) But what would it look like to choose nutrient-dense foods more often than junk? We also need vitamins and supplements. Now, this is kind of a, a bigger topic because there's so many out there. But the more I learn about supplementation, the more I'm convinced it's needed. Our soils are just really depleted and our food doesn't have as many nutrients We live in a world full of toxins, and it just makes us feel better when we do supplement and take our vitamins. It's an entire industry with thousands of options, so do your research on which types and brands to go with because they aren't all the same. But there are quality supplements out there. I found ones I love and trust, and it's been a complete game changer for our health. If you're interested, I will link what I use in the show description. But like I said, go do your research, figure out what your body needs. Another thing we can do to help our bodies is just move them. I used to hate working out. I did it, but I hated it. It was a chore, a a punishment, something I only did to lose weight or as a way to earn my next indulgent treat. Now it's something I do to feel good. It helps my mental health. It helps me feel good in my body and to feel stronger. Through Jess Connolly's book and her Good Body Gals program, I've realized that exercise can even be worship through movement. Believe me, I was shocked to discover this, but it can. Whatever you choose to do, though, it's so important to find a type of exercise that you enjoy, something that doesn't feel like a chore or a punishment. Walking, dancing, weightlifting, swimming, those are just a few that I love personally. I also really love Pilates. I found Pilates probably about five or six years ago and have just really enjoyed it. It makes me feel strong, but it also allows me to stretch out my muscles and, and even feel relaxed. I I join an online Pilates membership with the instructor that introduced me to Pilates and have been using that ever since. I truly appreciate the grace over guilt and progress over perfection mindset in that community. I've talked about it here on the podcast before in our rooted recommendation. So I'll link it for you in the show description as well. But regardless of how you move your body or what type of exercise you choose, it's just important that you do. It helps with blood circulation, heart health, mood, mental health, even weight management. 
even if you're limited in what you can do, maybe you need to do a seated exercise or do some other modifications. Moving our bodies can be a form of worship. As an act of gratitude for our good bodies, we move them in worship of our creator. My last little practical tip for you is sleep. We need it. We just do. Our culture has elevated lack of sleep as something to be praised. We joke about how much coffee we need to survive the day just to stay up ridiculously late again the next night. It's a vicious cycle that we have to stop. I get it. I'm a mom of three littles, and sometimes I just want to stay up and (laughs) watch a show or read a book and have some me time. Sometimes there are just seasons where sleep is elusive. But when it is within our control, when we have the choice, which we often do, we need to get more sleep. We were created for rest and rhythms, and by consistently not getting enough sleep, we are hurting our bodies. Ultimately, taking care of our health and stewarding our good bodies impacts our spirituality. We are whole human beings, mental, physical, emotional, relational, spiritual. We have many facets that impact each other. When one area suffers, often the other areas suffer too. My message through this episode is to encourage you to see your body the way God sees it. As good, right now, just the way it is. Psalm 139, 13 through 14 says, For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Our bodies were formed and knitted together by a thoughtful creator whose works are good. They can't be anything but good. So when we are tempted to believe lies about our bodies or that they are feeling us or, or simply when we are frustrated with them, we can remember that he made them good because he is good. He can't make anything not good. When we are grateful for our bodies, when we worship through movement, when we invite God to join us on our health journey, we grow spiritually. We trust that he can use us no matter what our bodies look like or how healthy we are. We begin to seek him and his desire for our lives and our bodies. We begin to live in the freedom he has given us because we aren't bogged down by the lives of the enemy or the cultural expectations about our bodies. The spiritual ramifications of believing that our bodies are good and and treating them as such will not only change our lives, but the generations to come. There are as many different ways to take care of our bodies as there are people. So this episode barely scratches the surface of things we can do to love and support the bodies God has given us. But ultimately, I wanted to open the conversation or really rather continue the conversation of treating our bodies well and stewarding them well. Years ago, I heard speaker, author, and ministry leader Christine Kane talk about how she was about to hit 50 years of age. She was consistently working out and eating well leading up to her birthday. She shared on social media that she was taking her health seriously because she wanted to be fit for the kingdom work God called her to do. For her, age is just a number, but she wanted to do everything in her power to take care of her body and to be healthy and ready to go when God said to move. Now, just as a side note, you do not need to be fit or a certain weight or certain size or even free of all disabilities to serve God and be used by him. That's not the point here. This was simply her way of stewarding the body God gave her, and she wanted to do it to the best of her ability. 
regardless of how our bodies look or feel, God can use us. So wanted to make sure I hit that point home. Now, Christine's thoughts on this impacted me greatly because for her, it wasn't about body image or being a certain size. It was about stewarding her body. So it was in good condition to do the ministry and live the call that God put on her life. This is how I want to see my body as a good gift that needs to be treasured and taken care of as a vessel to spread the gospel and share Jesus with others as a body that is healthy and ready for kingdom work, whatever that looks like in each season of my life as we age and change. I don't always get it right. I often get it wrong, in fact, but I'm learning and growing in this area. And I wanted to share it with you in hopes that you too will believe, if you don't already, that your body is good and we're stewarding well for your own health, for God's glory, for the benefit of others, and for the furthering of the kingdom. Take care, friends. Thanks for listening to the Rooted and Established podcast. As always, I'm so grateful you took time to listen. I would be honored if you take a moment to leave a five-star rating and positive review. This helps other potential listeners know that this is a podcast worth listening to. And while you're at it, screenshot the podcast and put it on your social media or stories to share with your friends. That is worth a thousand thank yous. But if you tag me, I'll be sure to personally thank you myself. I hope you have a great week and we'll chat again soon.